once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a this is the Wisdom in All Things podcast, and it really is just an audio version of the article that you can have sent to you if you sign up for the email. There's articles in it, quotes, deeper dives. So sign up for the newsletter over at wisdominallthings.com, and please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. I not only appreciate the feedback, but that's, of course, how the machine works, right? And please pass it on to your friends, guys in the men's group at church, people on the street, whomever you see. I really appreciate that. On today's episode, The Pursuit of Holiness, Building Holy Habits. John Stott said this, Holiness is not only separation from evil, but separation unto God. So the separation actually goes both ways. It's about mirroring God's character. Holiness has long been a central theme in Christianity and throughout history. Various individuals and groups have emphasized its importance. In the 19th century, The Eclectic Society, a gathering of evangelical ministries that included renowned figures like John Newton, Charles Simeon, delved into discussions about holiness and its implications. As they were grappling with questions related to holiness, the society back in June of 1812 posed a crucial question. What is Scripture's view of growth in grace? Reverend C.R. Pritchett's response highlights three aspects in their answer. First, holiness is of God. The pursuit of holiness is entirely dependent on God's work in our lives. Second, union with Christ. It arises from an intimate and vital union with Christ. Third, the role of the Holy Spirit. It is produced and carried on by the constant and immediate agency of the Holy Spirit. Fast forward to contemporary times, the call for holiness remains relevant. Here, extremely necessary. Holiness is a concept that evokes various perceptions, from being old-fashioned and rigid to grace-filled and deeply satisfying. To grasp the significance of personal holiness, we must begin by understanding God's holiness. God's holiness signifies his separateness, his sovereignty, and moral perfection. R.C. Sproul says, Holiness is the most fundamental and essential quality of God. It is his very nature and character. It defines his moral perfection and his absolute purity. So holiness is an intrinsic aspect of God's character, signifying his purity and righteousness, moral perfection. Understanding holiness in this light means recognizing that it's not merely a set of rules, but a reflection of who God is. The pursuit of holiness at its core is an endeavor to mirror God's character in our lives. God's holiness evokes awe, conviction of sin, And in Isaiah's encounter with God, he recognized his own unworthiness in the presence of God's holiness. And similarly, the Apostle John in the book of Revelation fell as though dead before Christ's blazing holiness. We are to focus on being cleansed, purified, and set apart, distinguishing ourselves for God's purposes. It signifies a life free from the defiling acts of sin and reflects godliness. J.I. Packer says, uh, holiness without which no one will see the Lord, has two aspects, apartness from sin and devotedness to God. There you get the separation again. He says, it is the whole atmosphere of worship. Holiness is a state of being dedicated or consecrated to God for his specific purpose. It first begins with spiritual rebirth that encompasses a devotion to serving God and striving for moral and spiritual excellence. It is a quality that reflects God's character, emphasizing separation from sin and consecration to him. Therefore, holiness is really not an option for Christians. It's a divine imperative. 
In Leviticus 11, verses 44 and 45, God commands the Israelites to be holy because he is holy. Similarly, in 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16, he calls believers to be holy in all their conduct, affirming that holiness is closely tied to obedience to God's commands. The motivation for holiness should be our gratitude for God's goodness and grace. We naturally seek to please the one we love, right? J.I. Packer explains that holiness begins with a right purpose prompted by a love for God. In the New Testament, both Paul and Peter stress the pursuit of holiness. Paul speaks of believers being chosen to be holy and presenting themselves as living sacrifices, while Peter encourages believers to be holy in all their conduct. Oswald Chambers says, holiness is not an attainment, it is the gift of God. While discipline and willpower, they have a role, the ultimate source of our holiness is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit empowers us to overcome sin and guides us in, in holy living. By continuously yielding to the Holy Spirit's control in our lives, we become obedient to his leading. So how do we build these holy habits in pursuit of holiness? Well, the pursuit of holiness begins actually with our agreeing with God's judgments and aligning our lives with his word. J.C. Ryle describes it as hating what he hates and loving what he loves. Pursuing holiness includes acknowledging sin. It involves repentance, confession, accepting God's forgiveness. And through this process, we restore fellowship with God and joy in the Holy Spirit. Assimilating Reverend Pritchett's observations earlier, that is entirely depending on God, working in our lives, having a vital union with Christ, and constantly being carried by the Holy Spirit, signifies our actively seeking holiness in our lives. So let's, let's flesh that out a little bit more as we look at building holy habits. First, holiness through renewing our mind. Transformation begins with a renewed mind. This perspective rooted in Romans 12.2 highlights the importance of aligning one's thoughts with godly principles as a part of pursuing holiness. It is closely related to our orienting our affections, our emotions, and reason around God's word. Secondly, holiness through grace. The C.S. Lewis Institute underscores that holiness is not achieved through human effort alone, but is made possible by God's grace. It's a partnership where believers cooperate with God's transformative work, cultivating a habit of surgically removing sin by digging down to the root causes of sin. So holiness through renewing our mind, holiness through grace, holiness through discipline. Developing disciplines such as prayer, scripture study, are key to pursuing holiness. Holiness is not about pretending, but becoming who we are in Christ by clothing ourselves with Christ, and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform our character gradually, but persistently. And lastly, holiness through accountability. Accountability within a community of believers is crucial in the pursuit of holiness, meaning that we have the support, encouragement, and even correction we need when necessary. Fellowship with godly believers is a powerful means of grace for growth and holiness. Building these holy habits is about separating ourselves from sin and pursuing holiness, which requires God's grace, discipline, a renewed mind, and accountability within a Christian community. Rooted in God's character, the pursuit of holiness is not only an act of obedience, but also a source of joy, spiritual growth, and transformation as we draw near to God, reflecting his character, glorifying him in all our lives, making the cultivation of holy habits essential steps in this journey of becoming who we were made to be in Christ.
And that is how we quickly understand and apply wisdom in all things, mind, body, and soul. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast. If you want to dig into wisdom a little bit more, stop by wisdominallthings.com and please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Really appreciate the feedback and you spreading the word about wisdom in all things.